Marketing and selling is essential in your online business. And when you have the right strategies and mindset, you not only can make a lot of money, but you can change a lot of lives. Welcome to the Online Marketing Podcast, where we help course creators, membership owners, and coaches market and sell their offers. We're your hosts, Paul and Melissa Pruitt. Let's dive in and get started. Welcome to the Mastermind Series, where you get to experience Paul and Melissa and their mastermind brainstorming and sharing different ideas on marketing and sales. So let's go to JJ first. How you doing? How's hey, how are you? Yeah, thanks so much. But my question is around email marketing. I know this is a big, big question. I'm, I'm not emailing my list. Okay. I need some I need some guidance how, how often. And I know it's important to build know, like, and trust. And so any suggestions around email marketing and to get myself into a rhythm, a lot of times I don't feel like I know what to say. And I know it's a big topic, but any suggestions or help around email marketing? I love this. I love this. And I know you're probably not the only one that struggles with being consistent with email marketing and it's so important. So let's go ahead and open this up to the group. Anyone that wants to chime in on any tips, anything that they do for email marketing, uh, we can start a little conversation about that. Or if, if you also have that same struggle too, and things that you're working through, I'd love to hear anyone else. Is everybody emailing their lists? <laughs> I completely understand the jumping into the boat when it comes to email marketing. I think the biggest thing is that you have to just do it, right? And you also have to remember, think about how many people email you frequently. I used to get super freaked out at the emailing two to three times a week. But I learned that if Bath and Body Works can email me every day, I can email my list a couple times a week. So that builds that no like and trust. You know, just start there and it'll grow. Excellent. Excellent. Good, good. One thing I learned in Paul's class was to think about the customer journey, which I thought really made a lot of sense. So, so you want to, like, if you, do you have, or JJ, do you already have people on your list? I do. I have two. I'm almost embarrassed to say I have about 2000 people on my list. You've got no problem then for me. (laughs) But I'm not, I'm not communicating with them. Right. And so I can't all of a sudden expect them to buy stuff for me. And and, I just hear crickets. Yeah. So what one thing Paul said was to think about the customer journey. So they're warm because they're on your list already. And then put them through a nurturing, caring, giving session before you ask them for anything. And is there a strategy on? I mean, that's I will the thing. let the time. experts <laughs> answer that. <laughs> Can I add something? Because I just started my list, but it's sort of like grown really quickly, and that's because I've given them the answers to their questions, their problems. So I suppose you need to find out what their problems are, and then I sent them this guide, basically, of which was basically it's it said have your best year in music ever, you know? And I gave them five things that would make them this, you know, this year brilliant for them based on my experience and based on what I've heard from what my people were telling me. So I think it's like what Paul would have said as well. It's really, you need to get to know your people and it's, it's going to be an experiment you need to find out like, oh, you know, what do you, what's your, what's your biggest challenge? You know, I mean, that's a really, really good question. Like, what is your biggest challenge? I don't know if you, have you heard of this software called Bonjoro? I have, yes. 
Sure. Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, if you really want a really close sort of uh, relationship with your people, try doing something like that. It's not e- well, it's email, but it's video. So you can speak to them and see what sort of result you'll get from that. It's just something to try. Thank you. Anyone else have any tips on email marketing, what they do? JJ, what I would say is just to bring value. I mean, in communicating with them to find out what kind of problems they need solving and then just bring some things to the table in your emails that bring value to them and make them want more of of what you have to say and what problem you could solve for them. It's just a conversation. Don't make it hard. I mean, it's it's really nerve-wracking, but it is. It's just having a conversation and just bring some value. Add something to it that would be really beneficial for them. Just a simple tip or just an idea that might spark them to take action? Yeah. What what kind of membership do you have? It's for people with type 2 diabetes. I help them get off their medicines, reverse their diabetes, and do that through the power of food. I'm just, I mean, just start conversation with, I mean, also of like, what kind of issues are they having? You know, just ask them and, or do a kind of a survey and get some feedback of what are they really needing to hear from you? Love it. Thanks. Any other feedback or tips on email marketing? I I know I have things I want to share too. I would just say, tell some stories. Like if you, if you just tell some of the things you've gone through or issues that you've personally faced. I don't know if you have any grandkids or, you know, you know, how good does it feel to be able to play with your grandkids and not worry about your health? Like little things like that, you know, that just your issues. If you reflect your target market, your issues are their issues and just tell some of your stories. Excellent. All um, right. Oh, no health advice plan. I heard somebody say the other day, they sent out a video and they asked a question and a lot of people actually replied to them. One ever thing to like start a conversation through a, uh, through an email, I mean. So that's all I wanted to say. That was like interesting to me. All right. So JJ, the cool thing is that you, you said you have a list of how many people so far? 2,000. 2000. So like you're already like a step ahead, which is awesome. So we just got to talk to these 2000 people and get them excited. So I think part of it for you, it's a two part, it's a content strategy. And then it's also just a time strategy as far as like planning it out, because that's where that consistency is, is going to come into play. So all these ideas were great. I would love for you to make a list of all the different challenges, problems, questions that people have. And just one, you know, one simple thing that you could talk about in an email. And that's that's your topic for, for the email. And you can, you know, sit down in one setting once a week, write out four of those, four of those emails at a time. That way you're kind of doing it all in one sitting. Cause the problem is, is when we, we want to do email, we don't get consistent. We're kind of like behind. And so we're, we're pushing out emails as we're writing them. And I see people nodding that, I mean, we're all guilty of that, but if you set aside one day a week, you know, one hour, even if you sit down and you write two emails in that, in that one hour, just addressing one of those questions, one of those challenges, one of those things that you hear them talking about all the time, stories. I love the, the, the comment about stories and just have that one focus on the email. And then on that same day, you can go ahead and just schedule out those emails for the next 
the next you know couple of weeks. But if you get into that consistent rhythm, that's going to allow you just to talk more to your audience. I just was coaching someone the other day. She's like, I know that every time I email my list, I always get a client. I said, okay, so you need to equate emails equal equals clients. Like, why wouldn't you want to talk to them? So it's just getting the ball rolling. And maybe even that first email, if you haven't talked to them for a while, just be like, hey, I haven't talked to you for a while. And so guess what? I want to start talking to you more. I want to start sharing a little bit behind the scenes of what's going on with me and how I can help and just get reacclimated back into it. But it's just setting aside that time to doing it and batch creating the emails ahead so that you're not stuck constantly trying to figure out what next to write. Like you're, you're a step ahead. Thank you. And, and what do you, do you have, like these guys were saying, do you have one email a month that's uh, content and then other email is a story and the next email is there buckets? Uh, what I would say is start out with writing out all of those challenges and problems, like make a whole list of like all the challenges, all the problems your client is having. What are things that they're thinking about? How are they feeling? What are they experiencing? What's life like for them? And each email that you do, whether you do an email once a week or twice a month or once a month, whatever whatever the frequency is, like you just address one of those challenges and you can tell a story, you can give a tip, you know, you can, you can even point them into like maybe a resource. It doesn't even have to be your resource. Like if your uh, audience is really into like studies, you know, maybe you could point them to an article that you found really helpful and useful too. It's just, you know, getting the information out there. These emails, they don't have to be super long emails. They can, they can vary in length as far as just a quick short tip. It could be a story. It could be even to you with working with your clients, like sharing, like how you helped someone through a challenge, but just start collecting those, those challenges that they're having and just one, one micro topic for each email. Perfect. Thank you. Welcome. I'm going to speak into this, a different piece that I think is important. You need to know where you want to lead people so by knowing what your offer is that you're bringing people into, then you make sure you have the conversations that would naturally lead the right people in. Because a lot of people that we see, they just talk about everything and everything all over the place and no rhyme or reason. Oh, this is a good topic. I just saw this on a show yesterday and this sounds like a good topic to talk about. You know, I heard it on a podcast or something happened in my life and I just want to share the story. And it's so random that it doesn't fit into the narrative. Also, That'll also make you very careful on what you put out as far as lead magnets also. Because these 2,000 people, if some of them came in from a contest, but they don't know, who, know you really from Adam, that's different than if somebody came in on a very specific pain point that was a very specific lead magnet that came into the world, like that's why they came to you. They want to talk to you about that, not about you coming randomly with a whole different topic. So we have to be very careful on what bait we put out because it's we are going to collect the right or wrong audience to begin with. And as far as the different buckets, as far as the narrative, what I would recommend is you find your voice and you stick with it, because that's what people will expect to receive from you. If you are not a good storyteller and you're more of a matter-of-fact person, then own it, lean into it. The right people will follow you and you'll be consistent when you deliver. It's not like you shift it and became a different person. Because we see some people, they like do copy and paste templates from influencers and, mm-hmm. and they, you know, send out these email sequences that are very jargony and like more advanced. And then the people are like, who are you? Like, why, why did you send me this? This isn't you. Like you come on Facebook Live and talk to me this way. 
you know, so you need to, do you want to be conversational? Do you want to be storyteller? If you're not good at stories, is that something you want to try to learn more about and lean into? But the thing is, is that you want to just find your own rhythm. Like what can you do that's consistent? Because that's more important than anything is consistency. And then also whatever your narrative is or whatever your approach, make it consistent across the board. Don't feel like you're five different characters. We all follow consistency. So however you approach a Facebook Live or you approach an Instagram post or how you put a post out there in the world or how you write a blog, don't be somebody different on email because that's not why they came to you. So just so be careful of the bucket thing because you'll go to one person. The, I mean, we all enjoy stories. As human beings, we educate through story. So that's why story, and stories are very powerful in different ways outside of what we'll talk about right now. But I just... You have to, at least if you want to go there, lean into it because you need it to be consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to have a real logical email sequence and then you take them right into storytelling suddenly. It's like, uh, they're not following you. They, they met you in a different track. You know, so just consistency is very important. But make sure your emails should be naturally nurturing and bridging the reason why they came into your world to the offer that you're going to make to them. Got it. Thank you. Welcome. That's great. Hope it helps some other folks too. If you would like to work with us and our team to help you snap up more sales and incredible clients with a stellar marketing strategy that works, go to AdaptiveMembership.com and sign up for our wait list. We have a limited number of spots in our exclusive program to set you up for success and take action. We're waiting for you at AdaptiveMembership.com.